Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars, you know what time it is. I'm asking y'all for podcast reviews. And thank you to the 24 of you who have reviewed the podcast. My goal is 100 and your reviews help others find this work. And I love reading what you guys write and learning from you. So how are y'all doing today? Life is excellent over here. A friend of mine had this mind-blowingly creative gathering this past week at 7 a.m. on the sidewalk outside of his home to celebrate the election being behind us. Thankfully, he only lives a few blocks away because 7 a.m. is a little early. And he was inspired by a New York floral designer named Lewis Miller, who is the creator of the Flower Flash. It's this really cool guerrilla style street art installations um, that are made with flowers. And I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I love flowers and I love arranging flowers. It's like one of my artistic passions. Anyway, Lewis has been called the Banksy of floral design by the New Yorker. And my friend created flower art outside of his home and then handed out flowers to everyone driving by as a token of peaceful new beginnings for the next chapter. Now that this election's behind us. This work is definitely ongoing, but I love the symbol of let's come together and make progress in the fields of social justice, the planet, animal welfare, another one of my passions, and so much more. And he lives at the entrance of the Presidio, which is the main road to the Golden Gate Bridge. So, so many people, I mean, I'd say like 99% of the folks smiled, took the flowers, were in awe. And so this is our opportunity new beginnings. So today we're going to talk about feeling happy at work. I've been coaching a number of you who feel that your work is not your passion, but you haven't yet transitioned to that passion project. So let's dive in. There are three reasons why you're feeling like you're not happy at work and maybe you're stuck. Number one, maybe you don't know what you want. In which case, I recommend you listen to episode 14, I Don't Know What I Want, or you do know what you want, but you don't believe in yourself and that you can do it. 
If you're in this camp, y'all, I want you to listen to episode number six titled How to Get Into Your Power Seat. And then come and join us in the Rockstar program. The third reason is you do know what you want, but you don't feel like you're getting there fast enough. And today we're going to focus on this one and how to cultivate joy and passion and happiness in your current job so you can transfer that to your new passion or career. So let's talk a little bit more about this. The first thing we all have to acknowledge y'all is that 50% of the things going on at work and in your personal life will feel good. And 50% are just going to suck. You'll have a lot of feel-good feelings like calm and happy and clarity and focus. And 50% of your feelings will feel like the hard feelings, the sucky feelings like anxiety and discomfort and sadness or fear or nervous or stressed. And the minute you start thinking life should be 90% great and 10% not so great or 80% great and 20% not so great, I'm going to guarantee you, you're going to feel miserable. I know because that is the same trap that I was in for a long ass time. There are two problems with rejecting 50-50, y'all. Number one, we need those negative emotions in order to experience the positive. There's no happiness without sadness and vice versa. And number two, when you're striving to be happy all the time, you're constantly critiquing the 50% of life that is designed to kind of suck, which gives you less time and mental energy to appreciate the parts that are totally flipping awesome. So we accept that life is 50-50. What I want you to do next is figure out how to find happiness in your current job, exactly where you are right now. Why? Because your primitive puppy brain wants you to think that your feelings are caused by external circumstances, but that shit is a lie. Capital letter, lie, L-I-E. Your feelings are only caused by your thoughts. And if you think you're unhappy because of an external circumstance, like the company you work for, or your boss, or your annoying colleague, or whatever it is, you'll bring that thinking with you to your next job. Now, of course, a few exceptions are an abusive boss or colleague who violates your boundaries. So give your brain something to chew on. Ask it to use its cognitive bias to find things that are awesome at your job and things that you love, appreciate, enjoy doing currently. Make a list. Keep it on your phone or your desk. Remember how much we love art that we just create and stick on our desk. And remind yourself that you are in control of your attitude and every single thing you think. The next thing to look at is if you're in a hurry. If you notice that you feel a sense of urgency, that's a sign you need to pause and evaluate and slow down. And here's the key. The only reason why you're in a hurry is because you want to feel a certain way. For me, it used to be a false feeling of happiness from the external validation of accomplishment and praise, but that is not sustainable. I was constantly moving the goalpost on myself to try and attain that high, and it was exhausting. I had a client who once told me 
that she had never had a team member who delivered the amount of work I did and at the rate I did. I was addicted to hurry up and deliver so I could get that high. I felt anxiety all day long. I lived in a perpetual state of unhappiness, except for those moments when I got a dopamine hit. And eventually, I looked up and realized I was completely burnt out. I had no more hurry up left in me. And that hit of dopamine from external praise was nowhere to be found. If this sounds familiar, I want you to pause and say, nothing has gone wrong. This is how our human brain work, especially for us high achievers. Your brain is trying to keep you safe. So it's telling you that you better just hurry up and get a job at Google. Your brain tricks you into believing that arrival fallacy bullshit. If I get a job at Google, everything's going to be fantastic. Guess what? Life is still fucking 50-50 at Google. It will just be a new list of things that are 50% awesome and 50% suck with Google branding on it. So there's no reason to be in a hurry. Hurry is a lie and will always trip you up and keep you stressed and unfulfilled. Accepting where you are will actually help you get where you want to go because you're going to be able to see your circumstances for what they are and choose your thoughts about every circumstance in your life intentionally. This is our work, intentionally choosing our thoughts. You can then start noticing and exploring ideas about the direction you want to go next. Because I'm not saying you should never change your circumstances. Just don't change them because you think it's better somewhere else. There's no magical 90-10 at Google or any other company or with any other boss for that matter. So remember, slow down in order to speed up. Accept where you are. Notice the facts and get really curious with what's going on in your brain. The last thing I want you to realize is that when you really embrace that curiosity, you can use it to help you get where you want to go. Start noticing what skills you're building right now in your current role that you can transfer to wherever you want to go. It doesn't have to be a specific skill set like coding. It can be a general skill like, you know, project management or program management or customer success. One of my students had this breakthrough recently. She wants to transition from product sales to product development, and she was really focused on how she could be perceived as underqualified. But when she shifted from seeing her sales experience as a deficit to seeing it as an asset, everything changed because she can take that perspective and see the product development role with clarity and innovation that other folks can't. Isn't that so cool? So ask yourself, where do you find passion, joy? What do you love doing? What are you amazing at? How could that be your superpower? So I have one brain exercise that I want you to do today. Pull out a piece of paper, write a vertical line down the middle of it, and let's look at your 50-50 at work. We're going to start with a positive. On the left-hand side of that paper, write down the 50% of things that are awesome. The 50% of the things that work that you enjoy and love being a part of and feel good about how you show up in these ways, write down how you feel proud, what you feel proud about, your passions, your accomplishments. And then on the other side of that sheet, write down the 50% of things that suck. 
things that feel hard, things that don't really feel that great. Now look at that piece of paper and really try to accept both of those sides. Look at your work and see where you've been resisting negative feelings and see if you can just let them be neutral. Practice saying, it's okay to be annoyed. Or I can experience both positive and negative feelings at work. What I want you to notice here is that when you stop resisting 50-50, you can actually start having more intentional thoughts about your current work and you feel happier. I'm actually looking at the wall in my office where I did this exercise for myself. I have it as a chalkboard. I'm actually looking at the wall in the office where I did this for myself. I have it as a chalkboard and I look at it every day to remind myself to feel gratitude for the amazing stuff I have in my life and make room for the. I'm actually looking at the wall in my office where I did this exercise for myself. I have it as a chalkboard and I look at it every day to remind myself to feel gratitude for the amazing stuff I have in my life and make room for the 50% in the suck column that remind me to appreciate the good column. All right, y'all, it's 50-50 and there's no need to be in a hurry. Get curious. You're all amazing. And that wraps up our four weeks of work. If you're ready to take this work deeper and really level up your work life, come join us in the Rockstar program. I have a three-month process where we take all of this and apply it to your unique situation to help you get where you want to go. It's fucking awesome if I do say so myself. I'll talk to y'all next week. I love you so much. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.